previously on Fistful of Destiny. I was supposed to get that thing there. Don't suppose it'd be as easy as just picking it up, would it? (laughs) Wait, don't touch it. Kira's hands firmly grab the cube. Spears shoot from all directions on Uh, the cube and impale your arms. I cannot believe you trusted us with another pillar puzzle. What are you talking about? (laughs) All of the floor just melt and fall down into a a large ravine. You are in a cave underground and it starts to rain. Two masses form. We've got a sea monster. I tell Erebos and Cannon to keep running quickly, but I need grit. I need to ride uh, out of here. Uh, and you turn to run back as grit is uh, is carrying you, but the watery creature has latched onto one of your arms, and you see it starting to slink its way all the way up to the shoulder, and then you feel this wrenching pain, and it just quickly pinches your arm clean off, and you see your arm floating back and getting caught up on the net as the <sighs> creature moves through it. Grit, you're running up the stairs, and you get to the spikes, and really quickly like jump just between the spikes and get up that last 10-15 feet and Cannon and Erebos seeing that follow exactly where he was stepping and get up to the top. Guys! Kira gets thrown to the ground. Grit runs in. The doors close behind you as the lift starts slowly rising and you see Kira bleeding out. Alright everyone. Let's roll for destiny. Yes sir. Yeah. Uh, click, clack, click, click, clack, click, 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 click. One Here. dark side point. Uh, two light side. Finally. One, one dark side point. One light side point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the platform ascends. Kira is on the ground, slowly bleeding, clutching the stump that used to house her arm. <laughs> it's not a good feeling. I'm just whimpering. Where is it cut off? Yeah, is it right at the right right up at the top. Like you got no sh- half a shoulder. Oh, God. In true Star Wars fashion, the platform slows and the doors open. Your your wound has been patched up by Malone and uh who jumped down? Was it Grit? Was it that to one? Help I- patch up I stim packed her, but I can't remember which injury that was. <laughs> that was my original Got injury. It. <laughs> uh, Malone packed, uh, patched up the, the the stump, and then somebody stim packed her to bring her back to um, consciousness. And the group of you uh, get out and uh, get into back into the speeder and head back towards town. Feeling very accomplished. Great. Is there any conversation that happens like, oh my God, you lost your arm. <laughs> Am I conscious? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I figured so. Um, you feel like you've just taken a five-hour energy because you got stemmed. <laughs> oh, a little jittery. <laughs> Wait, but I'm... <sighs> okay. Kira, you've lost your arm. Yeah, man, you're right. I did. <laughs> Very good observation. <laughs> Malone is looking kind of forward. Not really wanting to make eye contact with Kira. You can tell because he, he kind of feels it's a little bit, just a teeny bit his fault. You think so? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Malone. Uh, remember how this wasn't a dangerous mission? <laughs> he He's just looking forward and uh, he, he kind of looks kind of the corner of his eye down at Kira and he says, I'm, I'm real sorry about that. No. I uh, I, I didn't know, and uh, he he just kind of like stops looking and looks looks straight ahead, um, and he kind of puts on his soldier face <laughs> as he's driving back to the town. I have my soldier face on too, <laughs> soldier face and plot armor. It's a good thing nobody asked for the uh, high risk version of this job because yeah, man, they should feel responsible <laughs> if they did. <laughs> Feelings blazing. <laughs> so, uh, Malone, what's next, bud? Where are we going? Well, there's a small moon. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, off a uh, Itabo. If you've ever heard of the system, um, that's where we make the trade. Yeah, I mean, maybe I should get some uh, some uh, medical care first, though. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think that'd be best. Yeah. Yeah, Malone, are you paying for a new arm? Yeah. Well, I think 
you could maybe deduct that from uh, the credits I'm going to pay you. <laughs> the risk is in the deal. I don't offer insurance. <laughs> the space rangers have got to have a fun for that kind of thing. Uh, sadly, no. <laughs> That's a personal expense. <sighs> I guess the saying's true. All sector rangers are bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, all right. Kira, will you be able to fly? I, I, <laughs> man, <laughs> I mean, Great, I could you pull try. the levers, isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, I could pull the levers still. I, I could try. I could figure it out. First stop, new arm. You want me to? I can uh, rip one of Malone's off and give it to you. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> no need for that. I'll be okay. Oh boy. What, Let's just get back to the ship. We'll figure it out then. Arm might be longer than you. <laughs> and go full DK. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Malone, let's uh let's get back to the ship. We'll figure it out from there. You you can tell he's a little flushed, uh, and he's just kind of in soldier mode. Uh and yeah, you get back to the little town. Uh, and they take you into uh, just like a little, it's kind of the little medical station. You're kind of like the nurse's office inside of the casino. <laughs> there's there's one of the uh, there's one of the medical droids. There's just a bunch of drunk people around that like fell and hurt themselves. Um, and the medical droid kind of checks you up um, and kind of changes the bandages, but they're fine. Uh, and then uh, sprays some type of like liquid on it and it kind of seals up uh, the spots and kind of makes a covering over it and boosts the natural healing. Once once this droid guy's done, I'm just like, all right, let's go. Ready to get out. Cool. He, uh, uh, It's not a very long procedure. Uh, it only costs about like 20 or 30 credits. Um, and uh, Malone pays uh, it. Malone does pay the 20 or 30 credits it takes. <laughs> um, does he take it out of a sack marked quest reward? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a large sack with a dollar sign on it. Um, so, uh, yeah, he pays, pays the credits. And then um, uh, you guys go back to the speeder system and start heading up towards the, the top. You make sure not to take the same tunnel that you took the first time. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, With the sea <laughs> monster. I think we can take him this time. <laughs> yeah, we're prepared for it. <laughs> I now know no fear. Um, so you guys get back up to the top and get over to where the ship is. Um, and uh, it's still there. Like, get in. Great. Yeah, it's still there. Uh, get in, unlock it. <laughs> Malone looks down and he kind of looks away. It's hard for him to look at you uh, as you're like trying to fidget with getting your code cylinder out with just one hand. <laughs> and you're like trying to open the pocket and then pull it out. Um, Grit like opens the pocket. You. <laughs> yep. Big meaty paws coming at you. <laughs> you start. You start turning everything on. Yeah. Uh, getting ready to leave. Uh, Malone goes up to the bridge and he um, he types in the coordinates. Beep, 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 boop, pop. Where are we going now? Well, didn't you hear? Friend just asked. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> How dangerous is this going to be? But I'll give the you five system, credits. Right? Hey, Cannon. Hey, Cannon. Uh, I think it's time to renegotiate our deal, huh? I've already done that. I don't know how many times... <laughs> I don't know how interesting it is to do it again. Yeah, I mean, that was to bring him here, right? Yes. Uh, Cannon looks a little distracted. He's looking down at a um, uh, a data pad, uh, and Cannon. As soon as you got on the ship, you have you have a couple standing like messages. You're checking your email, basically, <laughs> uh, and you look down, and you, there's a few Holonet messages, and one of them is from home. Uh, and it's it's sent unencrypted, which usually means like there's like an emergency or something. And it basically says that um, like found um, uh, pikes are attacking um, like help. How recent it would this have just come in? Yeah, you are on. You're pretty far away right now, and you know they could maybe withstand a little bit but the pike syndicate are pretty um 
they have a lot of technology and a lot of men and they're usually if they find people that are usually pretty healthy and not super well defended or affiliated they'll usually try to attack and either take resources or take them as slaves or do things like that i don't want any of that to happen (laughs) malone how much longer how much longer will this take last up last up's uh yatabo just need to make a well turn this thing in (laughs) and he kind of lifts up the, the thing you guys got out of the underground temple the square cube uh it's it's actually <laughs> the it's thing a, inside a the quarter of a uh circle so there's like uh it's like there's this like round circle and it's a quarter Pizza. of it oh. that's what you knocked out of Pizza the square slice. cube exactly like, does he have Negative three quadruplets Pac-Man. that also have them as medallions and they're gonna put them together <laughs> Malone, Scalone, Malone, <laughs> and Scalone. Let's get a move on. Kira, can you come on? Speed it up. Yeah, I mean, tell me where uh, to go, bud. Let's go. And oh, he put the coordinates in already. My bad. He walks over and he kind of he pulls his his like duster back and he sits down. Uh, and he says, "I can uh, take this this run if you want, little lady." Well, first of all, I think it's about time you stop calling me little lady. I don't like that very much. <laughs> You're a little lady. What am I supposed to call you? Uh, that is that is factually accurate. Uh, we'll talk about it later. I don't all mean right. to offend. I'm sorry. What do you prefer? Just Kira? I gun it. <laughs> you gun it. Everybody kind of lurches. And, and um, uh, Grit, you look over and you see um, Kira purposely switches off the inertial dampeners. <laughs> she takes off. So everybody lurches back towards like Cannon is thrown back in his seat. The data bed flies against the wall and shatters. Oh, and like Malone grabs onto the backside of the of the um, of the seat. You can tell Kira is not super happy missing one of her arms, uh, but can still goddamn fly. So uh, she shoots out into the the atmosphere, and uh, soon you're you're ready to punch in the course. Uh, navigator, do you want to make the calculations for the jump to life speed? Laper space? That, that me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Uh, I'm guessing just easy. Average. <laughs> uh, I'm just guessing easy, right? <laughs> yeah. I pull the lever. And I did it poorly. I did one fail and one advantage. You look down, um, and, and you just hit like the cancel button, and you just cleared the coordinates. But you don't really have the heart to tell Malone <laughs> that you cleared the coordinates, and then you're like, "Ooh!" Uh. And so it it takes you a second, and you're just like browsing systems, like like trying to find the right one that's named the yeah, same like, thing, <laughs> like Tebow. I know it started with an S. Tacos, sort alphabetically. Um, and uh, it takes you a bit, and you're just kind of like you move in closer, so no one can see what you're doing on I'm the like console. Kind of covering it up, like, <laughs> and you're like, I know a, I know a secret route that'll get us there faster. <laughs> As you're like messing with it, um, and uh, Malone, uh, uh, you can tell Malone has a little bit of a, a solemn look on his face, um, and he looks a little anxious, uh, and he he leaves the bridge. Hey, Malone. Uh, Hey, Malone. He turns back and looks at you before the door closes. I'm all right, bud. I'm okay. Well, (laughs) you left a piece of you back there. Hey. That's something you don't forget. I'm alive, and you know what? I'm going to get a robot one. (laughs) 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 And uh, he kind of, it looks. I give him a thumbs up. (laughs) has a little bit of a sigh of relief, but you can still, you can tell, though. Like, go ahead and do a. Hell roll. <laughs> the hell roll. Perception. <laughs> yeah. What people thinking about roll? Um, Insight. Uh, that's the one, but it's not in this game. Yeah, do a perception roll. Can we like pull like a wheel of fortune where we just like guess why it's weighing on him heavily instead of like roll for it? <laughs> it's like, uh, I will sure. solve the puzzle. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Give me an emotional trauma in the past. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
his his former crew was dismembered or died or <laughs> uh that is one fail and three Ooh. advantage um you 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 look back and you're you're trying to like judge what he's like the look on his face but he's hiding it pretty well and that's when you notice out of the corner of your eye the system that he typed in and you just reach over to the panel and you you poke it for grit <laughs> and it lights up and he looks over and grit gives you this thank you look on his face. And, then, and then he pulls the crank and the uh the, the lever in the light speed i the look lever. at him and i go so, <laughs> it's like i don't understand um, wookie <laughs> all right so you guys are in hyperspace the blue glow hits you and within probably 10 minutes uh you guys are at your destination and uh the the blue glow stops you appear out of hyperspace and you start descending down towards the moon uh, of the coordinates that he gave you um he comes up to the bridge and uh just kind of went to the mess hall for a bit. He's got like crumbs on his duster, uh, but he comes back and I think you mean the commissary, <laughs> the, cons- the commissary. There it is. It's where the commissar lives. We commiserate um, in the commissary. You know, it's like that yes. one episode where it's calm misery. <laughs> yes, <laughs> got him. He found food somewhere, and now. <laughs> And the ship descends to the moon, and you get a good look of where you're going. Uh, he kind of points out to, to Kira, like, yeah, right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's rubbing her stump. Oh, yeah. We're going right there. Set her down right there. You non-sexually land the ship. <laughs> Uh, but when you look down, you see there's this lush environment, uh, and it's on this mesa. There's this this uh, like lake in the center of this mesa, and there's this uh, like couple waterfalls coming out of the side of it. And there's this really lush environment, and you see a few landing pads. And then there's a ship that's like docked there, right on the side of the mesa, like by one of the waterfalls, not on one of the landing pads. And uh, it's a um, Calval and Star Yacht. Uh, when you look at it and those are uh, vertical uh, not horizontal Uh, and so so it's very tall ship and you kind of enter in the center if anyone has seen solo yeah i was gonna say first light sounds like solo where the other akira comes from exactly (laughs) Uh, and so the ship uh, he points at one of the landing pads and uh, the unknown traveler kind of slows down and lands um, there and he uh, grabs the thing um, and he kind of looks around at the group of you and says um, this isn't a, a great place for people but <laughs> well I don't know you guys might fit right in uh, and he turns uh, and uh, he takes off the the patch the uh, um, the a sector ranger patch and he just kind of sets it down on the ship um, just kind of on one of the consoles as he leaves. Ooh. I grab it. Going off grid, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, what do you do with it? <laughs> just put it in your pocket. Yeah. Keister. In case your, I ever need Wookie a Sector ca- Ranger. Patch. Your Wookiee Galaxy carry all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got a duster on. Your messenger oh, bag. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you you stow that. You sew uh, it on. And yeah, just wear it immediately. Does anybody do anything so, uh, else? So this they... isn't a sector job, is it? Uh, and so he's kind of walking with you at this this moment, like you're kind of beside him, and he says, "This one's a little off the books. They um, I don't really want to be wearing my colors when I go in there." What do you know about your little trinket? I know they want it, and there's information I want. That's all I know. That's good enough for me. <laughs> Do you say that? Uh, no. And, and no, he, he gives you kind of a nod. Um, Cannon, you uh, go ahead and do an underworld check. Underworld. This one's going to be easy with That's a boost. Great. With a boost? 
with a boost. Uh, so I rolled a success with a threat. You take one strain um, because you have an idea and, <laughs> and it hurts. You can't, be- <laughs> it hurts. you can't believe you're entertaining this, but you think it might be the way to do it. Um, the There are five families, five crime syndicate families in the galaxy at this current time. The Pikes are one of them. Uh, the Crimson Dawn is another one, and that's who you're currently going to visit. Uh, if you made a deal with the Crimson Dawn and basically entered into their service, you might that would extend um, their protection to you, and therefore you and your clan would not be touched by the Pikes who are currently attacking your clan. Um, and so you, this kind of goes through your head. You're not quite sure what to do, but this might be the only way in, instead of like trying to go back and hunt them down and try to, to free them, you know, this might be a way out. Sounds a bit like Robin Qui-Gon to pay Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit, but on one side, your entire clan is captured and sold as slaves. And on the other side, uh, they're free for now. So you walk Woof. in kind of th- with this going through your head, um, knowing this isn't the reason you came here, but this might be a way out. And is this, um, but uh, it's your choice. Where, where we're going, is it like obviously a, is it kind of advertised as a Crimson Dawn nest or? The the ship, your underworld check was to, to recognize the ship and that 100% um, is there's a lot of like deals and stuff that go down here too it's not it's like it's crimson dawn territory but it's also protected there's there's some imperial forces that like come here like imperial upper ups and like the navy uh can be like seen in different places here making deals and fraternizing with the crime lords um malone specifically took off his insignia because he wanted to keep the the reputation of the sector rangers uh clean um and so he even though there are like imperial officers that are here he doesn't necessarily care because people don't trust imperial officers as just a matter of <laughs> um day-to-day activity so you know that this is this is their territory um and other ships are, have like docked here and they might be people that are working for him doing jobs for him or just like checking in or just staying here but you know the big ship is where you're going, and that's who got, has the bosses in it. Uh, I walk towards Erebos, uh, side by side okay. with him. Uh, okay. Do you know of this? Do you place? like put out your hand to slow him down so Malone walks <laughs> forward? <laughs> like, are we doing like a walk and talk thing through the endless corridors of the unknown <laughs> traveler? <laughs> All right, now it's my turn to talk to Cannon. Now it's yeah. my turn to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, I have a whole Aaron Sorkin script queued up Got to it. get through here, uh, okay, which is cool. the smartest joke I'm going to make this whole session. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do kind of just like uh, if he's still walking with Malone, I do kind of just put out my hand and kind of get him to slow down and he walk with short. me. Erebos, what do you know of the Crimson Dawn? I'm guessing I have to roll for that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, roll an underworld <laughs> check with two boost, or it's going to be average with two boosts because you have been around. the The entire crew is actually pretty like drugged down with obligation and debt to the underworld and different entities, so you kind of know more of that. Boop. Uh, I believe that is one failure and three advantage. Uh, you think you might have heard of the name in passing, uh, but you don't really know any specifics about it. It's one of the major crime families, but you don't, you don't remember anything about it. You've had more dealing with the huts, um, than, than anything, uh, mostly staying out of their way and, um, you've watched them go in and take over places and shut things down and just kind of the horrible stuff they've done. Um, but as far as a Crimson Dawn, you haven't. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's a dangerous place. You <laughs> Airbus, this is a dangerous place. Keep your sense about you, okay? Always. You too. Be ready. Kira, uh, you walk over and you look down. You see the broken data pad that was kind of slammed up against the wall. And uh, you pick it up with one hand and you just kind of like hit it a, a few times. And you're like, ah. Like feeling a little responsible for breaking the captain's data pad, and so you just kind of like mess with it. How does she um, hold it and hit it? Uh, she hits it against the wall. Oh, okay, <laughs> she sets it on her oh, knee and starts man. tapping it. <laughs> um, and you you kind of mess with it, manipulate it a bit, and uh, you end up getting the power back on. It just kind of dislodged the power cell in the back. The power comes back on. And uh, you look down and there's the message that Cannon received. Uh, and you see very clearly um, it talking about the Pike Syndicate, okay. which is the syndicate that enslaved your family and also that Grit worked for. Once a slaver, what? always a slaver. Am I right? Yeah. Say it isn't so. Uh, did, <laughs> did Grit work for them voluntarily? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, oh, he was yeah. the one that was doing <laughs> weapons drops when yeah. you were in your yeah. um you were in yeah. captivity. Yeah. And he was working with them because that the Pike Syndicate ran that whole operation. Right. And that's when he decided, screw you guys. <laughs> uh okay. And then do I and then I know that we are here meeting with the Crimson Dawn, and that's you yeah i mean like you 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 look at that and you see it and then you you kind of go out the door and then you look up and you see like you the great thing about being an ewok is you can get into places and join conversations and no one will know <laughs> yeah. until you say something so you've actually been walking the right Cobbins. next to Erebos and Cannon this whole time and they've been talking about the crimson great. dawn and and so uh go ahead and make an underworld check um this one is going to be easy with two advantages because you have definitely had a lot of interactions with the underworld being a slave can i pass him an extra and boost short. with my advantage uh yes so i've got three boosts yeah three boost average that's two successes Ooh. five advantage it would have been so you embarrassing otherwise <laughs> the <laughs> most about the crimson dawn here possibly second yeah. to grit um and you yeah uh what do you want to know <laughs> um what do i want to know how do we take them down <laughs> um <laughs> uh it's pretty well, do we kn- damn I guess, hard <laughs> do we know their leader uh no okay there there's a figurehead uh, I'd say actually, if you spent four of those five advantages, I'd let you know the uh, know the leader's name and location. Okay, go. <laughs> yeah. uh, the leader is here, and uh, the leader's name, ironically, is Kira. Whoa! I will tell you, as PCs who have plot armor, you are now going up against an NPC <laughs> with plot armor. Tread lightly. Yeah, no, no kidding. Uh, um. Great. Well, uh, before we go, uh, I'm going to resupply in the ship. It, okay. I assume I have already. I just wanted to make that clear. Um, grab an arm. You grab. <laughs> <laughs> no, I resupply on. Uh, I'll, really, all I have is bolinets. <laughs> but nice. <laughs> but I've spent one. So, um, and then there's uh, this giant crate of like six thousand bolinets. That's kind and of. And you the just idea, grab one yeah. of the little cylinders and click yeah. it back in. Um, is there any place to start? Is there any place to shop? Um, <laughs> here, the type of thing that you would buy would be like large shipments of illegal weapons, and you'd make Great. a deal with somebody. <laughs> okay, so so no, so no, I mean, no the, place to buy armor. No time to make armor. No, no, th- nobody's like selling armor here. This is for yeah. like established, um, co- like criminals and and people I'll so like you'd be making the deal here for going to do a job or to like kill somebody or hire an entire mercenary force or doing things like that right. like you're this is like a lot of uppers i mean can we hire an entire mercenary <laughs> if you have the money you absolutely can <laughs> i don't think we do yet 
Um, I don't think so. <laughs> we should yeah. just hire people to do our quests for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this would be well, so 18, much easier. Well, eight thousand <laughs> credits, guys. Uh, oh, we'll call it Quest Givers. That'll be our podcast. <laughs> the Quest Giving Fight Crimers. <laughs> it's a callback. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I got I got my my stuff on me. I'll be fine. All right. Cool. All right, you get your stuff. The uh, um, you leave the the docking pad and you start walking towards the tall vertical ship. The crew and Malone walk into the ship. Uh, you are padded down. Your weapons are taken from you, and then you enter into this large area that uh, there's glass uh, windows that view out over the um, the vast tropical landscape. Um, there's droids that are serving refreshments and drinks and then there are these um, beautiful androids that are, are like female humanoid and they're cut off kind of at the head, uh, the top half of the head and there's like mechanical apparatus there and they're serving serving things on trays uh, as they're walking around. Uh, Malone walks over and he sits down next to a well-dressed uh, looking man and the, the rest of you are just kind of standing there trying to fit in or look like you fit in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode seven of Fistful of Destiny. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is Drew with your weekly reminder to share the pod. Check out our Instagram specifically. I'm going to be posting a little uh, behind the scenes sneak peek content for you there soon. Uh, so you can put some faces to our voices if you want to. And maybe just click that uh, share button. Yeah, that would be dope. Uh, we're also, of course, on all the podcatchers, so you can find us uh, wherever. Thanks again, as always, to Travis Lee Eller for allowing us to use his music. And uh, that's all I got. That's all from me. So thanks for hanging out. Bye, y'all. Hello there. My name is Perdley, and I'm the narrator of the ad that you're listening to right now. This is an advertisement for Craster's Blasters and Blaster Accessories, the hugely popular weapons wholesaler on Geonosis. Craster, the founder of Craster's Blaster and Blaster Accessories, has paid a sum of credits for me to read this message, which I will start doing right now. We have goods for sale. Mostly, it's blasters and blaster accessories. We also have a shooting range, which you can use to try out your new blaster or blaster accessory. That's the end of the message that I was reading from Craster of Craster's Blaster and Blaster Accessories. Until next time, this is Birdly. Please enjoy the following content. Can I flip a destiny point to disband the Crimson Dawn? <laughs> no. Oh, we're just jumping in. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> just start it there. We come back after yeah. our great ad. Uh, we've got that cool jungle music going. And can I spend a destiny point to disband the Crimson Dawn? <laughs> All right. You guys are in there. You are in the din of the Crimson Dawn. Uh, some of you understand what that means. Some of you do not. We call it the Crimson um, Den. Crimson Den. <laughs> crimson Den. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the Crimson, crimson Den. Club. I'll just make it so seem like we all said that yeah, together. The Crimson oh, yeah, Den. Just line those up. <laughs> the Crimson Den. Oh, the Crimson Den. <sighs> <laughs> you guys are in the den of the Crimson Den. What do you do? What do you do? You're there. I'm eating hors d'oeuvres. I'm holding Grit's hand. So Grit instantly walks over and like grabs uh, blah, 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 a oh, couple God. And, and just starts eating <laughs> them. You get a sideways look from an uh, Imperial officer. Um, and uh, what, you want he some? kind of turns and keeps talking. Um, These are free. You, you, <laughs> you, you instantly make a spectacle of yourself and two heavily armed people. 
uh, come up to you. Obviously, not here then. Um, two heavily armed the people <laughs> come up to you and uh, escort you um, t- outside. Oof. <laughs> All right, there are three left. <laughs> I already hit. I hit under the table. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Can do. I'm assuming there's a tablecloth. Like... It's real nice. No, uh, it's a. It's one of those trendy tables that just comes up and it's like, uh, uh, like thin stem in the middle. Gonna be hard. Uh, one success and two threat. You sneak down under. Uh, and like kind of pop out the other side as they're looking for anybody else that would uh, disturb kind of the peace and the the feel of the area. And you pop out on the other side uh, and there are um, two people talking uh, and you instantly recognize one of them. And one of them uh, was one of the people you remember that delivered you and sold you off to that arms trader. Oh, would this person recognize me? I s- you don't know because a member of a criminal organization, if they do that, they probably don't remember every face that comes through. Uh, but you take two strain as you enter in this situation. And it's a good thing that Grit was escorted out because they definitely would have recognized Grit. And there was history. I thought I was the pike. They have. There is a, a member of the Pikes that is currently in the Crimson Dawn headquarters. Um, I grab a drink. And I, <laughs> okay. I just kind of move to like you know, over by Malone, but it looks like I'm actually kind of in a different group. I'm, I'm gonna eavesdrop. Nice. Okay. Uh. There are several different groups of people. There's there's a group of like that imperial officer that kind of stared over at um, Grit. He started making noise. There is uh, a few. They, they look like um, heavy hall traders talking. There's somebody uh, and uh, she's wearing like a really nice red dress uh, standing there. It might be one of the capos of the crime family. Um, these are like the different groups that you're kind of next to. Which one do you want to like eavesdrop into? Uh, I'm going to listen to, well, like which one am I going to listen to or which one am I going to pretend mm-hmm. to be a part of while I listen to Malone? Oh, so you're, you're eavesdropped on Malone. But I want to like pretend like I'm in a, you know, not like I'm going to like, you know. Stand with a few people. Yeah. yeah wh- which group do you go stand with? Oh, uh, with the heavy traders. The heavy traders. Okay, so so you go over and you just kind of stand there and you're holding a drink and kind of looking at them and they're talking about uh, smuggling runs. I, and... I nod, you know, every once in a while. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make a deception check. <laughs> Smile and be like, oh, yeah. These are these are clever, kind I know traders. What you this mean. is going to be hard. Or smugglers, so this will be hard. You're not going to hang from the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> five success four threat and one try Jeez Louise dude <laughs> wow okay so there's a lot to unpack here um you make it look like you are you're in the group and you're talking with them uh you inadvertently agreed to a smuggling run <laughs> because you were just nodding and not listening and then they hand you the contract afterwards uh, and they said, all right, well, all of, all of the things are settled then. This is going to be a good run. We're going to make a lot of credits. And they hand you a data pad. And you look down at the data pad, and it says 10,000 credits on it. And you look and you say, oh, oh. <laughs> and you just kind of look up as the two traders walk over um, and uh, leave uh, the ship. Uh and you heard Malone. <laughs> uh, so because you weren't listening to the traders, uh, Malone was talking <laughs> to this person and uh, the you you glanced that this person was um, either or worked for the ISB or worked around the ISB, which is like the the Imperial Secret Police. And there is a report from a raid um, and kind of report from goings ons from another one of the crime syndicates that he is trading for this um, this item. 
uh, from Malone. Uh, he hands it to him, and Malone takes this this little data cylinder, uh, and then he's good, and he kind of stands up, uh, and um, is about the time that you get your contract, he stands up and he's about to leave. Cannon, you're you. What what are you doing? Uh, you uh, kind of. I am looking for, uh, ideally, I could recognize somebody who is a little bit higher up, somebody who looks like they have a little bit of authority around here. There's the woman in the red dress. It's it's a very flat red dress. It's not like flowy. Um, it's like got a lot of different uh, angles and partitions on it. Um, and you look over at her and you see, yeah, she's definitely one of the capos of the, uh, the crime family. Um, so I approach her. And what are the chances I know her name? There's got to be a role for that, right? Yeah, uh, it will be a streetwise check. Uh, it was going to be hard, hard to know check. her name. Can I uh, throw a destiny point in there? Uh, oh, yeah. Does that give me a... Uh, I'll let you downgrade it. It's going to be average. Okay. Uh, I succeed nice. with advantage. Tight. Um, uh, you know, You know her name. Janor Main. Janor Main. That is so uh, Star Wars. She, she can do something. Uh, she is one of the capos. She's she, she's she's in the the leadership of the Crimson Dawn. If you wanted something done, you can talk to her. Okay, so I have my helmet. Uh, it's on uh, my side. I don't have my helmet on at the moment. It, yeah. I've got a very, I don't know, a leather loop or something that it hangs off on my side yeah. very conveniently. <laughs> uh, I approach Janor Main. Uh, and, uh, say, so do you often work with sector rangers? She turns, uh, and she looks at you, uh, and she says, do you often make conversation with those you don't know? I know you, Jan Ormain. I don't know you. You don't know me on purpose. On, uh, on my purpose. <laughs> and she turns and she says <laughs> this conversation better be going somewhere do you know you have the sector ranger working for you uh, and she looks over and she says Malone he does not work for us what is he doing here considering you came in together and came from the same ship I would think you would know uh, and she kind of raises her hand and she makes a motion and then she just kind of leaves and two heavily armed guards come up to you and just kind of like their their shoulders are at your head and they're kind of like pushing you forward into a room uh, off of the main one. Uh, and they bring you in uh, and they, they kind of sit you down uh, and then she walks back in uh, the room. She's like says something to somebody on the other side of the door. Uh, you can see and then she looks at you and says something else and then she turns and walks in the door and sits down and uh, she says um, I know a lot about you I have you at disadvantage what are you here for be perfectly honest I don't know exactly transporting a man is looking for your help with the pikes and she smiles with the pikes that can be arranged I need to know my people are safe. I won't be able to make it back for a bit. All the protection of the Crimson Dawn. But then we own you. I know about the Crimson Dawn. I know. I know what you'll do. But I need. I need your word that you'll keep them safe. There's a whole village. Just. There's a whole other village. You can take them. Keep mine safe. So you want to make a trade? Give the pikes something else to take for their own. Yes. I'll do jobs for you. <laughs> and uh, she just kind of looks up and she says, yes, you will, Cannon. Yes, you will. But mine are safe. Uh, mine are safe. Uh, and she stands up and she says, for now, they will be safe. As long as you don't disappoint. I won't uh, and for now. She 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 waves her hand, and the guards like actually actively like grab your arms and pick you up, and then she just kind of moves her hand away, and they take you out of that that room. 
I don't like it, and I let them do that. Okay. (laughs) There's another person out there that's being held in arms (laughs) and, like, held. And he's like, how'd it go? (laughs) As you get pulled by him. (laughs) And then he gets pulled back in the room. (laughs) She's in a good mood today. Got her primed. Um, you're like she's she's in a good mood today and then you you see him get drug in the door shuts you hear a blaster go off (laughs) (laughs) you you rejoin the main the main room uh, and one of the people comes up Kira you're sitting like down trying to remain unnoticed but trying not to glare too much at the 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 pike um, representative Somebody comes over to the pike and whispers something in his ear and he stands up and he walks in the back room uh, about the time that Cannon walks out. And Cannon, you have a, uh, you're not being like carried or anything or handled, but you walk right by the pike and you kind of look at him and you know he's the, he he's the one that's going to make the call to stop the attack, but you also know that he's one of the pikes. And so you just kind of give him a look uh, and he walks by. Yeah, I think I take a look at him, but I don't want him to know that I did. Got it. Okay. Uh, I, I want whatever's happening to seem independent of me. Got it. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, you walk out. Uh, Kira, do you want to do anything? You're- uh, yeah. Here's what Kira would like to try and do. Um, uh, Kira doesn't necessarily have anything specific to do here. Um, she would like to use her uh, computer and stealth skills to try and steal as much information as she can. I have a data pad and I have a mem stick. Um, yeah, a mem stick, and I'd like to use those. What's your mark? What? Oh, ki- uh, the uh, Kira. You've got the Imperial officer. Well, no. What's your mark? Who are you going for? There's the Imperial officer. Right. There is. Oh, uh, so group, I was thinking. A group of uh, traders have left. I was thinking I find a terminal of some sort, plug into that, see what I can find. Just go on. A you look around. You just hunt. take a kind of a cursory look everything in this room's locked down this they they host rival syndicate members in this room there is no way they're giving you computer access to anything in this room what if I, that would be meaningful are there any vents to crawl into <laughs> there there so there's an elevator that goes up or uh to the top and all the way to the bottom of this um the ship and that's the primary way of getting around it is coded so you'd have to like crack I can hack it, it uh to get to one of the other layers sure. yeah let's do it okay so you uh you like tiny little teddy bear just kind of like walk over kind of look around uh do you have like slicing gear um <laughs> i don't i was gonna buy it. i didn't have enough money with that first hundred credits oh, okay so you you have the data pad and you can kind of interface but you you don't have that that cool thing right. that you plug in and it gets all the numbers for yeah. you or anything yet i find uh, i flip a destiny point and i find one <laughs> Um, how much? How many credits is it? Hundred for the slicing gear. Yeah, and look it up very quickly. Uh, slicer gear, yeah, five hundred credits. Um, what would you like to accomplish with this? Like, what what type of information would you like to gather? My goal is to have information that we can use as leverage in the future, and or help us like take these guys down later. So you could you can spend like a destiny point to get like some stuff. Uh, I think. F- trying to think so to get that information uh i i would let you spend a destiny point to get a valuable piece of information uh from here that you might be able to use in the future i don't know if it would be something that would like uh it might have a little bit of leverage but it would be more um informative along our way yeah to help you along your way instead of giving you leverage over the crimson dawn yeah that's fair okay cool Nice. All right. So you have found a piece of information that will give you leverage or, or that will uh, help you on your way, not give you leverage. So, Great. Uh, yes. Wait, but I do it in a really cool way, right? Yeah. So you um, look, Ma, one hand. You just, you just, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you, uh, you just walk up to there's there's somebody that is like drinking and they stand up and they walk over and uh, they're they're talking with somebody because they somebody that like just walked out. They're kind of moving up to them to kind of catch them. Uh, but there is a data pad that's sitting down, uh, still on the the seat that the the person was. And you just kind of look around and just go yoink. I mutter in Ewokies. I mutter fool, 
it is mine now. <laughs> that, is that Kira's inner monologue? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm moderate. And you take it back to the ship. Uh, well, actually, you walk outside and there's Grit standing there. Um, he's just kind of waiting for you guys. And there's uh, he, he's like playing with a tree, swinging <laughs> through the trees. <laughs> oh, outside, outside. Yeah, outside. Yeah. Uh, and um, you walk out, and uh, you've got you've got the little data pad hid under one of your arms. <laughs> you kind of run out. One of the um, only arm. The only. Arm. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean, one of my arms? <laughs> I would have got two data pads, but <laughs> yeah. So you exit, uh, Cannon. You're back in that area. Um, you look, and Malone's not there anymore. Uh, I look harder for him. Um, <laughs> do a perception check. Great. Against, uh, formidable. Uh, that is uh, two threat, which is ultimately a failure. Okay. Um, me IRL, am I right? You see none <laughs> of your group in there. Everyone's gone. I I take I take a lap around the. Well, kind of. It's a real tall one, huh? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be easy. Uh, we have com links, right? Yeah, they're synced too. <laughs> what a great callback uh, every time <laughs> where are you I broadcast that to, to all of them everyone hears it I don't answer outside I got kicked out <laughs> Malone clicks on he says Deal, deal's done ready to go that's great I'm tired I got us uh, a new contract <laughs> And, and everybody at once goes, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <Over> the cops. <laughs> Erebus, you're quite the guy. Let's go. 